0: Thanks for downloading another episode of The Ugly Truth. Or if it's your first time, welcome. You are now an honorary UG or hug as we like to say. We really appreciate you listening and supporting the show through our Amazon and Avon links at UglyTruth.com. And now, without further ado, The Ugly Truth. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie? Enough already. We get it. You're happy. Paula? I mean, you know me. I'll I'll talk to a tree. Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth.
1: Welcome to the Ugly Truth. It is episode 222. Two, two. Two, 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 two. Ugh. Ugh. That sounded like I was a tired Ugh for me. I'm kind of oh, tired. Oh, you're tired. God, I can't. I'm trying to recover from this long weekend we had, and I cannot seem to bounce back. It's really irritating. Mm-hmm. It's weird when you when you go on a long vacation. It wasn't a long vacation, but it was a very extended weekend. Yeah, and we completely dis- disengaged from everything. Like no phone calls, no emails, no very little social media except for my email. Hey, did Olivia did Olivia leave her glasses at your house? Yeah, we were sitting we were sitting by the adult pool, look overlooking a vineyard view on a hilltop on these big, huge, round like they're they're literally the size of like a queen size bed but they're they're like lounges I mean three to four people can be on one at one time but it was just most people are just couples yeah there's like 20 pillows and it's super luxurious and so we're sitting there drinking gin and tonics and all of a sudden ding! and I'm like oh I wonder what that (laughs) is I look I'm like Olivia's glasses (laughs) it was so funny but I did I I know what it's like to, to need something, especially with school starting. So I'm like, I, I'll ask Malia really quick. And she's like, no, she wasn't even wearing them. I said, OK, well, there you have it. I completely forgot. And then I'm like, oh, shit, sorry. Bye. <laughs> you're like, oh, shit, you're on your honeymoon. Not real. I mean, a second. It was kind of a second. I would say it felt honeymoonish, but we'll talk about it later. I, I There's some highlights <laughs> that you will absolutely love. Oh, good. But interestingly, when you're that relaxed... And you come back, it's like culture shock. It's really weird. I cannot seem to get out of this mode. I don't want to go back. I was super ready to go home on Monday. I'm like, I'm ready to go. I felt like Miranda when they went on their honeymoon. Yeah. Because I turned, I'm like, I'm rested. I'm sexually satisfied. I can't drink another drop of booze. And I cannot eat one more rich meal. Can we just go home? I miss right. my children. I want to go to. want go home. And he's like, I'm so sorry you feel that way. I'm like, I don't be sorry. It's just, it's over. Can we just leave? I mean, and I felt, of course, I feel like an asshole because Daryl's having a great time. And I did too. But I, you know, when it's time for it to be over, it's time to be over, you know, right. It was a great little bubble of time, but I did the night before we left. I had a very weird dream and it was super duper real. I dreamt for some reason, you know, sometimes I don't know about you, but I dream sometimes when I'm a kid again, I sometimes, but I'm not like a little kid. I'm like a teenagery kid. And I had this dream that I was living with mommy still I was so I was young enough that I was living with my mom, but I had Sonny and Bodega. So and I don't really know what house we were at, but it was raining hard. And oh. it was so hard when I opened up the door to let Sonny in because he's blind and he's old. And when you know how dogs are dumb and they fall, they like sleep in the middle of the yard when it's pouring down rain. Yeah. Why do they do that? I believe they can't actually feel the rain because it's their fur, but... That's that's possible. Or that, or they're just trying to evoke sympathy to get in the house, <laughs> is what I always think. <laughs> it could be. But I put human emotion. Don't we all put human emotions on animals? So I open up the sliding glass door, and I'm like, "Sunny, Sunny," and he can't hear me because it's raining so hard. But finally, he comes in, and I, I literally remember grabbing a towel that we have and drying him off. And then I look up, and the ceiling is leaking. Oh, mom comes in. She goes, oh, man, what do you think it is? I go, uh, well, I'd say that the roof needs repair, mother. <laughs> I was being a total asshole about it. <laughs> and then I woke up, but there was water. And so I was like, well, rain means something because it's got to be. And I looked and it says to he- see and hear rain falling symbolizes forgiveness and grace. Falling rain is also a metaphor for tears, crying and sadness. Oh, and it also means sim- it can also symbolize fertility and renewal. I didn't get wet from the rain so that didn't mean anything. It's obviously, you know, nothing se- severe, but I thought, well, maybe I just miss my dogs. You <laughs> know, I mean, maybe that's all Could it have is. Been.
0: I don't so, know. Anyway, but you were telling me that you had some weird dreams too? Very weird. So, I had a weird dream where i saw a bunch of cats oh and i was at mama's house it was really weird oh my god how I, weird you two i was in the backyard <gasps> and oh my god and i saw a bunch of ki- like kittens or cats mm. and i'm like mom i'm like there's a bunch of kittens in the backyard And then I noticed the ground was kind of raised. And so I lifted up like a flap of the lawn and there was more cats. But all I saw were their faces. I didn't see like their bodies like they had burrowed themselves down there. They were just, oh, okay. I see. I was trying to free them. Like as I lifted more, they started running away but there was just still, just, there was just so many cats. Oh my God. Did you look up what kitten means? I can't remember what I what I saw. I, I remember there was something significant about a cat's face, though. OK, well, kittens to, to see kittens versus cats is actually quite different. Oh,
1: OK. So kittens says in your dream represents a transitional phase toward independence. You are ready to explore new things that life has to offer. It can alternately symbolize innocence and purity. Mm. You didn't kill a kitten, did you? Oh, okay, because that means something too. So I just wanted to make sure you didn't kill them.
0: No, I was freeing them. Aww. Maybe I'm exploring. I don't know what I'd be exploring. Well, that, maybe that would explain the the other dream I had.
1: Yeah, because it says it even says that cats symbolize independent spirits, feminine sexuality, creativity, and power.
0: I don't see any cat face. Oh, well, I could have sworn it says if you saw a cat's face.
1: Yeah, I don't see anything like that. To dream that you are saving the life of a cat implies that you're claiming your independence and power. Okay, so I think we've made it clear. Cats yeah. and kittens are independence.
0: That's interesting. Maybe I'm claiming my independence, I guess. What you know, is know, I always have dreams about that. That kind of stuff, like I'm always feeling oppressed or something. Like that. <laughs> well,
1: that's something that you personally have to reflect on, I guess. What else? What was take the other a bath dream? on
0: that? <laughs> what was the other dream? Let's see. I had a dream that I was uncontrollably falling. Like, oh, that's kind of common, isn't it? Isn't falling dreams, but not fall, not like free falling. OK, like I was walking and then my body would just throw itself on the ground. <laughs> that is odd. And Victor's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I can't help it. And so I was like walking and then I like flung myself into a closet. Oh, it was really weird. And were you I'm just, scared? Yeah, because I'm like, I couldn't stop myself. Like it was it's like I had lost control of my my body functions Uh, this says to dream that you're falling
1: and are frightened indicates a lack of control insecurity or lack of support in your waking life you may be experiencing some major struggle or overwhelming problem it may also imply you failed to achieve a goal that you set forth for yourself
0: yeah that's my fat stomach
1: Well, before my
0: reunion. (laughs) Yes, which we will be talking about.
1: Well, you know what? I don't believe in the horoscopy astrology-ish parts of dream interpretation, but I do believe that there are symbols in our dreams, which is why Mm -hmm. I always go to the dream mood dictionary to see when, especially when I have very clearly, I'm having a symbolic dream. I mean, you know, having, having a dream about my dog, Obviously, to me means I was probably
0: ready to go home, but the rain and our mom it that's kind of a weird thing, you know? Well, yeah, maybe it meant like you forgive Mom for you know barging into your house all the time. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I
0: don't know, but it's
1: always interesting because you think it's going to mean one thing and then you look it up, but it means nothing. Like I always thought seeing spiders was because I'm afraid of spiders. And it absolutely probably is because I'm afraid of spiders. Yeah. But if I have a dream about a spider in a different way, it always means sexuality of some kind. And so I always oh, really? find it. Yeah, it does. it's just super interesting to me how our brain does. But I've always felt that way about dreams. I always think dreams are some kind of strange path into your psyche. I know it sounds kind of weird and hippy dippy, but I I do tend to find that I agree with a lot of the things that happen, you know, and it might be like, you know, a lot of people feel like you can make a horoscope work for you every day. It doesn't well, of mean it's you real, can. but it's just uncertain things. Not everything.
0: I'll read them like, shut up. This is not. This is not what this is. If a dream comes out of nowhere, yeah, then I might kind of look into it. But if it's like synonymous with, you know, pretty much everything in your something life, something <laughs> that's going on with my life. Like if I if I see a spider, yeah. and it freaked me out, and then I dream of a spider that night, Obviously. I'm not gonna think like, oh, what's going on, you know, yeah. and think that you <laughs> know some. Thing. You know, yeah, <laughs> yes, it's symbolic exactly. somehow. I'm going to exactly. think like, oh, the tape rewound and played in my mind. Exa- and- that's that's exactly how I feel about it as well.
1: But sometimes, you know, like seeing a shit ton of kittens under the lawn. I mean, that's weird. That's weird. That was really weird. Yeah, that's a really interesting one. But I remember one time I had, I was really young, younger, I should say. I was probably 21, and I had a dream about bread. And horses, and it was really weird. Well, bread represents Jesus. I had no idea. Really? Yeah. And it was like the whole room was full of it, and I couldn't. I mean, there was so much, and I it was beautiful, and it was it was so weird. (laughs) It was the weirdest thing. And I remember that's when I started going. You know, maybe I should look. If I'm not going to go to therapy anymore, maybe I should look into this. So anyway, well, you know, you take it. We take everything with a grain of salt. So it's something to put in the uh, the old purse and decide if we want to attribute it to anything. Have you
0: ever had like a sex dream with a celebrity? Um,
1: okay. I'm going to tell you this dream because it's so random. You know the movie Urban Cowboy? Of course. <laughs> okay, and the bad guy? Oh, gross. Yeah. Wait a minute. Just wait let me finish. OK, so for some reason, I had a dream. And this was a while ago. It's been a while. Since. I don't usually have celebrity sex dreams, but sometimes I do. It's always kissing. It's never actual sex. But yeah. But I always tend to, when I do, I always have sex dreams in their trailer, like their work trailer, like where they go to get oh. their costumes and stuff. So it's like it's on set. And so this one, it was in the bad guy's trailer. And I literally remember him throwing me down on his bed. And I literally woke up full on orgasming. Oh it my was, god! I did. I was like, I I've guess the that girl's, girls' equivalent of a wet dream or something. But I was like, yeah. why of all of the actors would it be that guy? He's like the bad guy in Greece. Like, why would I I know? I, and his face what?
0: is all sketchy and everything. I can't like <laughs> is, is he? Isn't he? Isn't he?
1: Isn't he, what, isn't he? Bill in the Kill Bill movies? I don't know, but I think it is. I think it's. Um, oh god, damn it! Why, you know, people are screaming. They're like, we know who it is. You it's know. Th- it's Selena so God. Good God, you don't even know? David Carradine. I think it's David Carradine. I don't remember. Oh, is it? He's dead. No, he's not. Yes, he is.
0: What? David Carradine's dead? What? My my sex dream? They (laughs) they actually found him hung from an (gasps) autoerotic. What? (laughs) What?
1: Oh, he died in two thousand nine in Bangkok, Thailand. Yeah, a sex accident. Where was Where the hell was I when this happened? Jeez. Oh my God! Well, maybe
0: God. He was seventy two, but that wasn't David Carradine.
1: Dar- David Carradine. Carradine.
0: That was the same guy, though.
1: I'm looking. I'm looking to see if he did Urban Cowboy. <laughs>
0: You're talking about the wrong person. I don't
1: know who the bad guy is in urban cowboy.
0: Whoever it is, he's the one. He's the one. Oh my god, that's so funny. <laughs> well, I I had a dream the other night. I had a dream. I um, had a dream. I had a dream that I kissed. Doctor Terry Dubrow from the show. Oh my god, that
1: is so funny. It's Scott Glenn West.
0: There, all right. Okay, Scott Glenn. He
1: looks like David Carradine.
0: Literally looks like. Dragged David Carradine's name through the mud. (laughs) Right. I had no idea he died. Instead of just letting him rest in peace for crying out loud. That's hilarious. Okay.
1: Anyway, you had a dream that
0: you kissed Doctor Dubrow. Terry DeBrot. Well, was it good at least? I mean, you know, he has a nice body. It was a wet kiss. And then he told me, so this is the weird part we were working on like a project okay. i don't know what project it was okay some fictitious project <laughs> some new makeup line not with me but <laughs> yeah we'll use you as the model it's like we'll use you as the before <laughs> yeah, thanks no i no and I'm he said we're in different departments so you know we could always see each other if you wanted and i'm wow. just like oh, i just i just don't know And so like he was propositioning me Hmm. and then I woke up. Oh, damn it. But the weird part was for half the day, I had his picture in my head, mm. and I couldn't tell you who he was. <laughs> I was just like, who are you? <laughs> what do you I'm, want with me? I'm like, are you a real person, or are you a celebrity? Why don't I know who this is? And then oh. finally, like later in the day, I'm just like, Dr. Terry DeBro, that's oh, who it is. That is so
1: funny. Isn't that weird? What, what They say that when you dream of celebrities that they possess some kind of characteristics that you like. And that you admire. That's what they usually say. Well, he's cute. Yeah,
0: I mean, he's he's
1: boisterous. I can't do, I know he probably has a curly hair thing going on. He just keeps his hair real short. And I don't like men with
0: curly hair. I don't know why. Is that weird? So you're not into Dr. Paul Nastiff then? No. (laughs) No. He's kind of
1: gorilla-like. I just don't. (laughs) I just don't like the look of either one of those people. I just I mean, i I would let them operate on me. Like I would let them sure. do work
0: they're both fantastic surgeons yeah and unfortunately I don't have any botched things but I I know that's all they do now they don't do regular operations
1: yeah I mean no I have nothing (laughs) I have nothing botched I would just need you know I would just want certain plastic surgeries but anyway well interesting so very bizarre uh sex dreams and uh kittens and rain and all kinds of exciting things running through our brain and that's not even the tip of our brain by the way that's just our subconscious on one day (laughs) that's not even regular that's just a fleeting thought yes can you imagine i told dara i looked at him one day and i said you would never want to be in my brain never you would just never want to do it he probably agreed with you he did he's like you're probably right on that i'm like yeah I mean, no one really wants to get into another human's brain. I can't even imagine. You know, they talk about saying someday we'll be able to transfer our subconscious and all of our memories to some kind of computer. And I'm thinking no one wants to see that. Mm -mm. No one wants to be responsible for that. Trust me. I personally would rather just cease to exist. I don't want to be put somewhere where people can poke around in my strange weirdness for the rest of their lives. Uh Uh-uh.
0: No, thanks. Well, I don't have many memories, and I kind of like to keep it that way. (laughs) There's a reason that I can't remember those things. (laughs) I've blocked it out. Hey, Hugs.
1: Let's talk Avon. Yes, Avon. We at The Ugly Truth are happy to endorse their products because we use them and we love them. Check out our site for yourself. You'll always find free shipping on purchases of $40 or more. All you have to do is go to the Ugly Truth website, click on the Avon link, and you will be in the Ugly Truth Avon shop. I know you'll find something that you just can't live without. So check it out now. Thank you so much for supporting The Ugly Truth. All right. So, like I told you, I want to tell you the parts of the anniversary weekend that I know that you will absolutely love. Okay. So, we left on Friday and we went to the Napa Valley and like I told you last week, producer Deb and I are celebrating our 20th anniversary, which is a huge feat for us. We decided to go first class Napa for 4 days, 3 nights and 4 days, and so we stayed at the Carneros Inn, which is Oh, really, really nice. We got one of their really nice cottages. This cottage is, it looks like a little mini house. And the thing that we both laughed at when we walked in, first of all, it's beautiful. Hardwood floors, fireplace, beautiful everything. You We have a backyard that's incredibly private. No one can see in. You can't see out. Lots of beautiful shrubs and greenery. And then there's a beautiful uh, like outdoor love seat in front of a huge fire pit that's run by gas so that you don't have to like light anything on fire. You just turn it on and there it is. Oh, and, that's cool. Yeah, it was really nice. And there was an outdoor bathtub as well. Wow. Yeah. And it's surrounded by bushes and beautiful things. Anyway, so I walked in and I said, Man, they really want you to bathe here. Like, there's a lot of <laughs> bathing options. You go into the bathroom, which is beautiful, and there's a giant soaking tub for two. And then there's the shower that's definitely me- meant for two. It's got like six nozzles or six shower heads you know there's the handheld and then there's one you turn it on and then there's three that turn on at the same time like a car wash oh oh that like shoots you at the side yes and then there's a door in the shower and you open the door and there's an outdoor shower so you can literally shower outside like for real shower I mean, man, they they really encourage cleanliness. Well, There's a lot of bathing
0: next to godliness.
1: Well, that and it's like, you know, obviously this place is considered romantic and it's, you know, the thing about about water and sex is that they don't mix very well. Like they're, it's not a good lubricant. It's slippery. Someone's going to break a leg. You know, it's well, not, you know, most... in all the movies, it looks cool. But yeah. But in reality, it's like really, I don't really want to do that. I mean, it's I'll, we can try, but the second someone slips, I'm out. You know, you don't want to, you just don't want to do it anymore. No. But of course, and Daryl was like, I'm am showering outside immediately. So when when you know the next morning, he's like, I'm taking a shower outside. I'm like, okay, I'd I be see. all about the tub outside. I'd do it. Yeah, well, I'll tell you about that. Um, so. You know, it was great. It was romantic. We had a, a private tasting at our favorite winery, and we we had caviar for the first time. I've never oh, had
0: caviar. How is it?
1: It's good. Um, I would not choose it over other things, but it's not offensive by any means. It's very salty, very super light and delicate. And uh, just a little bit of a fish taste, like a salmon taste. Okay. But you can add dill and creme fraiche. And they give you all these options on how to eat it. And then you get the little ivory spoon. I've never had caviar. I mean, I knew how to eat it, but I'd never actually tasted it. And so this stuff was pretty good. It's like 50 bucks an ounce.
0: Whoa. So it's
1: not crap. Thank goodness. It's not It's not fish bait. What is this gelatinous muck? Caviar should be round and just burst at the proper moment. Yeah. God. And and of course, I said that because I had to. (laughs) I didn't say the gelatinous muck part, but the other part. But, yeah, so the room was beautiful. you would be like, "Wow, this is so pretty. I mean, I did. It was amazing. So we you know, we ordered room service, and the food was fabulous. and so everything was great. The weekend progressed, we had amazing dinners. Now we went to this place called the Goose and Gander. It's in St Helena. It's pseudo casual, but it's very well known just for being an amazing amazing culinary experience. so you don't have to go in. You can wear literally jeans or whatever, but it's one of those trendy, cool places. So I had this really pretty dress that I bought a while ago that I haven't had a chance to wear because the boobs were too tight. Mm -hmm. Well, now it fits. It fits really good. And so I'm like, oh, I'm wearing it. Now, it is incredibly low cut, very low cut. Mm -hmm. But I can wear a bra, and I was super locked and loaded. My boobs weren't going to pop out or anything. It was like this really heavy, like this real deep V neck. And the V-neck was like down to like literally if I wasn't wearing a bra, my, I mean, it's below my boob line. It's really low. Oh, it looks amazing on. And I would never, you know, me, I am not a slutty girl. I'm not a big fan of, you know, and then my bosoms will just pop out. You know,
0: that's not who I am. It was uh fashionable and tasteful, I guess, but very sexy because yes. I have Big boobs.
1: So there's no, it is what it is. So, you know, when models wear those, they don't, nobody even thinks twice about the boobs because you keep, there aren't any. So walk in, everything's great. Sat, we sat down and we have an amazing, wonderful waiter. The sommelier comes over. Daryl, when he scheduled the uh, reservation, he said, you know, is this a special occasion? He goes, yeah, anniversary. And so we got free champagne. We got a dessert. We Our, our names were printed on the menu. I mean, it was like really fun. So we're having a great time. And then suddenly I look over because I notice someone's looking at me and there's these two couples sitting way, like three or four tables away in a booth near the kitchen because kitchen's open you can see everything and they are just going on and on about my dress and I'm looking at them they're our mother's age by the way there were a ton of people in that restaurant all about our age or younger didn't even give me a second look no one did now our waiter was really a gentleman because where he was standing I'm sure it was quite a show right because the dress was low but he was just avoiding it completely looking at me in the face and mostly talking to Daryl but I am not going to be ashamed. I'm have a. I'm not going to do it. Someday I'll be old, and I will not be able to do this. So I'm doing right. it. So these women are looking, and now their husbands are looking over. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me right now? I'm like, mm-hmm. this is not obscene. It's not ridiculous. So of course, I start feeling self-conscious, mm-hmm. because any anybody would. And then I'm like, you know what? Fuck these old, dried-up bitches. So I start staring back. And I don't break my gaze at all. Good. Both of the women are looking at me back, and now they're like, "Oh my God!" There, she's looking at us. Like, and her husbands are laughing, and I'm just looking at them all. And I finally just, I, I folded my hands and I put them under my chin, and I just cocked my head and I just stared. And Daryl's like, "What's happening right now?" Because he knew they were looking at me, but I and and saying things about my clearly my cleavage. And I'm like, oh, nothing. I'm just waiting for these old bitches to come over here so I can knock them out. And he's like, what? And I said, oh, yeah, bring it on. Because I know that I'm not popping out. I'm you know, fully covered. And it's just a very low dress for a very casual place, but I don't give a shit. And so finally they started hiding their faces and they literally shuffled out. And I said, I I was like, please come over here, please come over here so I can find out how the home let you out without your medication. (laughs) Right? You know, I mean, honestly, so they came out, they were shuffling out. It was her 65th birthday. They sang happy birthday to them. I'm like, oh, this just is getting better. But they were ashamed by the time they left. They literally grabbed grabbed their um, hair and covered their face when they walked out. It was amazingly cool. But I was like, how dare you? How dare you judge
0: anybody, you bitches? I was so mad. I was I so mad. Know. I mean, people should just live and let live, you know? That's, I know. It's just so what if they didn't like your dress? They didn't have to, you know, they look didn't. at it. You know, they did not mind their like own it. Business. They were fucking jealous. Well, good anyway I was
1: and I go did I have a weird look on my face he goes well you had a look like please come over here (laughs) and I'm like I'm sure I did I was mad because I'm like you're not gonna make me feel like shit on my anniversary weekend you assholes who the fuck do you think you are I was mad and so I got over I got over it they left in shame which is really all anyone can ever ask of I mean publicly shaming someone they couldn't shame me and I shamed them and I'm like I win Right. You know, I went. So <laughs> anyway, it was really funny. Good. I mean, not really, but you know what I mean? No. Good. The other thing was the night uh, before we were going to leave, which so Sunday night we had come back from, from a dinner and Daryl's was like, well, we have to take a bath in this tub. And I said, all right, I'll do it. You know, fine. It'll be, it'll be fun. Why not? So I said, just you know, t- let's take the cover off and we'll see what we're, you know, looking at because it's outside. And so he opens up and he laughs. And I go, What is it? He goes, Well, there's something in the tub. I'm like, Is it a spider? He goes, No. And I go, Well, what is it? He goes, Well, do you want to see it? I'm like, Well, yeah. So I go out there and there's a little frog in it. A little frog, like one of those, you know, those little ones that you that you see around here. Well, yeah, yeah, one that jumped on you last summer. Yeah, that size. And I go, okay, well, let's get it out, and we'll just rinse the tub out, you know, because they pee and stuff. So we'll just rinse it out, and then it'll be fine. He goes, okay. So he he gets the frog out. He rinses it out. Well, he puts in too much hot water because it's really cold at night, and he thought that it wouldn't be so bad. So he's filling up the tub, and he goes, we can't get in; it's way too hot. And I feel like, oh yeah, you're right. So I said, well, we'll just add cold water and it'll just be a little too high but you know when we'll get in it'll spill over it'll be fine. So I turn on the hot water and I'm trying to mix it around cuz I can tolerate heat more than he can. So I'm mixing right. it around. I turn off the cold water. And sure as shit, that frog jumped back in or it came th- or there was another one that came through <laughs> one of the drains cuz it was really high. Yeah. Came through the drain and immediately died. <laughs> in the water oh my was, god because it was so hot it was so hot it fried him immediately I go something just fell in the pool I'm like oh my god it's a frog and he goes what I go there's a dead frog in the water and he's like what do you say that thing was stretched out like it was doing jumping jacks oh my god it was horrifying I said I, he goes, all right, well, I think this ship has sailed. I go, I'm not getting in that We're tub. Done what if with there, the tub. What if there are other frogs? I'm like, I'm not doing that. He goes, you would break your leg trying to get out of this thing if another frog jumped in and died. I'm like, I can't do it. There would be another frog. It just, of course, it would there happen. would be another frog, of already. So I said, all right, well, we got to get it out so we can drain the water because I'm not letting it stay in there. So I go and I get a coffee mug. And I said here, and so he scoops out the frog, and then I undo the drain, and we let the water drain. And so ultimately, he said that some of the pipes were actually open, and so the frogs were in the pipe, probably. And when we turned on the water, they started leaping out because it was so hot. And I said, awesome. Well, that's, that's not something that we're going to experience, so we're that's, fine with it.
0: That's gross.
1: Yeah, I know, right? And so the next morning, he goes, "He goes, the frog is gone. I go, well, the frog got eaten by whatever weird critters are out here at night. We're in the middle of nowhere, literally on the top of a hill in the vineyards. It's gone. I'm sure something ate it. Yeah. And so the big finale of the weekend is we went hot air ballooning. Yes. Now, we had to be at the facility, which is about eight miles away. Uh, We had to be there by 535. And it adjusts because sometimes it's all about the wind. And so if it's too windy, they'll cancel. Okay, You know, there's a second location that they can take you to if the marine layer in fog is too thick. It's very volatile because they don't take any risks at all. And so we get there. There's a lot of people like we were really surprised. We thought we because it was Monday that it would be kind of a small crowd. But it was they filled five balloons. Wow. We had the most veteran of the pilots, which was great. And we get it. And you now you have to climb into the basket. There's like little a little ladder that's built into the basket. And so you've got to kind of it's like mounting a horse. Oh, okay. so <laughs> and it was funny because there was a couple of girls there who were in another balloon. They wore dresses and heels. Uh So that was really interesting to watch them try to climb into a basket. (laughs) Good for them. (laughs) Right? I was like, first of all, how do you get dressed up at five o'clock in the morning and look like that? I looked like I looked wrecked. I was so tired. I was so tired. I didn't even put hardly any makeup on or anything. I'm like, I'm not. I I mean, I'm glad for the experience, but I'm not getting up at 4 a.m. to look fabulous. There is no
0: freaking. I'd be way. getting dressed up, but then I'd be going back and taking a nap.
1: <laughs> right? So we get in the basket and it's so smooth, you don't even realize you're taking off. Like it's so, it's almost like you don't feel any turbulence. Any movement is from people just shifting in the basket, which is not comfortable, by the way. So if somebody's getting a little too rigorous with moving back and forth, you're like, hey, simmer down. There'll be none of this. Yeah, it's like really. being in a gondola and someone kind of swinging it around because they're moving. That's kind of what it was like. But the views were amazing. The the people were super friendly. And I never thought I would ever do a, a hot air balloon ride in my life. And it was so worth it. I had a lot of people message me going, I'm so afraid of doing that, but it looks so amazing. I can't believe the photos. And I said, you should do it. Just do it. It's not. I mean, but if you're afraid of heights, then you probably can't do it because I had no problem looking all the way down. And of course, I'm looking down going, well, if I fell now, I'd die pretty quick, which would be nice because then I wouldn't have to worry about,
0: you know, anything.
1: I'm terrified of heights. I know, I know, and I have some photos. I haven't, obviously, haven't posted them because they were on my camera. But it was pretty, pretty amazing. And Daryl, of course, he loved it too. Luckily, so that's good. Yeah, it was really fun. But I forgot to tell you when we were leaving in the morning from the little yurt, uh, he decided to make me coffee. And so he made me coffee really quick because there's a little espresso machine in in our little place cottage. Yeah. So we get back after the balloon ride and I look at the mug and I look at him and I said is this the frog mug or did you get me a new mug when you decided to make me coffee this morning he goes I uh I don't know and I go what do you mean you don't know did, is this or is this not the mug that you used to get the corpse frog out of the tub and he's like I don't remember and I'm like god damn it this is the frog mug I knew it you know what and it crossed my mind this morning that maybe this was the frog mug because you're not very detail oriented but now that I am looking and seeing that the clean mug is still on the tray this is in fact the frog mug you gave me frog coffee this morning and he's frog like
0: coffee. he's <laughs> like
1: I it barely the frog didn't I used it to literally scoop the water in which the frog was in it was like a wave it didn't even touch and I go you don't know that You have no idea what this frog did. What kind of disease was on? I go, Have you any idea? He goes, People eat frogs all the time. I'm like, Well, I don't. (laughs) Especially pipe garden bathtub frogs. I don't know where this thing's been or what it's been doing. And now its secretions could potentially be in my stomach. Thanks a lot. God. It was really funny, but it was the frog mug. Oh, well. What are you going to do? I don't know. I was a little nauseous. At the you get a little extra protein in your uh, right coffee. I know. But all's well that ends well. It was a wonderful weekend. But I told him, I said, I can't drink one more glass of wine. I mean, I really just can't do it. It's just too much. I couldn't wait to get home. <laughs> I was like, when it was time to be done, I was like, I just want to eat a salad and drink lots of water and just not ever do this again. I mean, for a long time. I'm, I've am i had my yeah. fill. But the weekend was romantic. And, you know, we did a lot of mushy, romanticy things. In fact... We did something and said something. And I said, do you know if my sister heard us? She'd be like, you guys make me sick. Shut the hell up. Seriously, I'm over it. <laughs> Enough already. We get it.
0: You're happy. Enough. That's why, that's why it's best that it stays private. Exactly. Between the two of you <laughs> in you know, a silent remote area. And, and we really did the world a favor, let me
1: tell you. We did the world a favor. That's good. Speaking of doing the world a favor... You're getting ready and geared up to go to your high school reunion. Is this the 20th?
0: (sighs) Yes. Okay. I just want to make sure. I was previously mistaken Mm. because I thought that my reunion was September 22nd. -hmm. And I remember saying to myself, like, oh, crap, because we're going to Disneyland. I know. On like the middle of the month and I'm like, yeah. Oh, I'm going to come back and I'm going to be all fat because <laughs> you know, we'll have been eating poorly and right. you know, right. all this stuff. Yeah. And I do have some extra pounds, like a good extra 10 pounds right now just from moving because, Oh, cause you guys re- had to eat takeout and stuff. Well, I checked my reunion. They S they've been sending out like newsletters and things like that, yeah. um, to everybody. And it said, so don't forget, we'll see everybody on the second at seven. And I'm like the second, <laughs> and I'm just like, whoa, 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 whoa. That's not a lot of time. I'm like, that's less than a month away. And so I'm like, what am I going to do? And so I posted the on Facebook the other day. I'm like, uh, you know, saying like, oh, I mixed up the dates of my reunion. And I'm like, you know, operation starvation commence. Then you get a lot of helpful tips, right? <laughs> I got tips, I got flack, I got, you look great already, you know, and then I got Stephanie saying, well, you might try those diet pills. I saw that. Amphetamines, I'm just saying. In a pinch. and Amphetamines in a pinch. Just a little cocaine will get you there, honey. I, I really didn't post it to get feedback I was just lamenting like oh my god my (laughs) reunion's coming up can't you all just empathize with me and let it go this is just one of my one like twitter like statements
1: not asking for support Right. I, I was just, like, you know, throwing it out there. I got to get skinny. When I read that, I was like, oh, shit. Because I know exactly what that feels like. Not, right. I don't do reunions personally. I'm not a fan of them. But my doctor's appointment is coming up in about a month and a half. And I have to get down to fighting. I always feel like Ronda Rousey right before a fight. It's like, I got to cut weight, man. Got to cut weight. That's what I was thinking. I'm yeah. like,
0: how did they cut weight? And I'm like, what do I need to do? You need to get
1: one of those sweatsuits. You know, those suits that are made of plastic. <laughs> right. Walk around in that for a little bit. Get into the sauna. Although I will say, in all honesty, if you truly, truly want to drop some pounds so the dress fits better, I've heard that those herbal wraps work wonders. Now, it's not permanent. It's temporary, but it lasts for like a weekend. So it's like if you have to do, you know, you can do it on a Friday, do the reunion, do the next day family picnic crap that they make you do if you want. And then at least for those two days, you look amazing stunning because everything fits great because you've lost all the bloating water weight and all that stuff but usually like within a week it starts to come back it's not it's not a it's not a permanent weight loss it's more of you're just eliminating all your water weight so that you're not bloated which is
0: you know me i would that's definitely something i would do that is an idea but yeah. those are kind of expensive are they i didn't think they were that much i thought they were like 150 bucks but
1: oh, you know what i mean that to me that's right, a lot no that's a lot that's a lot especially if you're not going to look for your old you know boy high school boyfriend or something no. maybe one thing if the one that thinks you know he he lost his love because he broke up with you you want to look no. at as stunning as humanly possible
0: but that's not your situation. My situation is I'm just not comfortable with the weight that I am. Yeah. And so I'm just, you know, or the shape of my body. I, you know, I feel like I look pregnant all the time. Oh, and I know. so I. You know, my legs are fine. My arms are fine. you got good boobs. My boobs are fine. Yep. It's just my stomach. That's the only problem that I have. And, you know, sometimes Spanx just isn't enough. Which I've ordered a new waist trainer thing yes. that, you know, will suck it all in.
1: You'll look good. So
0: I've put myself on a 1200 calorie diet a day. Yeah. And then I also got an exercise ball. So I've been doing sit-ups. And so <laughs> I hope it works.
1: I really do. I,
0: I do, too. I'm not surprised you're going because you're you're quite the so
1: you like to be quite social and you like to see people face like you. And when you are in the mood, you love to, to interact with others like you really do enjoy it. I it's not that I don't, but I just there's so much crap that, you know, there's so much fake when it comes to reunion sometimes you know, everybody's there looking perfect and, you know, hiding all of their baggage from 20 years of life, which everybody has. Everybody has it. Yeah. And then you add alcohol. And by the end of the evening, some poor choices can be made. Some some truths that aren't pleasant can make may come out. You know, Jeez. all the people that I really liked in high school, I talk to regularly. The people yeah. that go to the reunions are people that I would rather never, ever see again. If I don't talk to you in real life and the only time I'm ever going to see your ugly face is in a reunion, I ain't interested. Well, yes, I guess that is one way to look at it. Well, that's the way I look at it. I'm (laughs) I'm unusual. A lot of people aren't like that. And there's, you know, Casa our high school has some great reunion options. Like they they do annual multi-class reunions like every August, but it always lands on our anniversary so I can never go. But oh. so there are people that are that were in classes older than mine, like high, like 86, 87. I would absolutely I, I know those guys or girls and I, I like them and I would definitely go do that. But it's always our anniversary. So, of course, I'm gonna be like, Daryl, I'm going to go to this bar. All oh,
0: right. See ya. You know, it's not it's not going to work. But that's okay. Well, I know that some of my classmates listen to the show. Yeah. So I think it would be fun just to you know say hi to them and. Yeah. Well,
1: I mean, I think it just depends on your attitude going into it. I think that's the big thing. That's the main thing.
0: I mean, you know me. I'll I'll talk to a tree. So I mean, (laughs) yeah. I think you're gonna have fun. I can't wait to hear about it. And I yeah, I think that's gonna uh, be great. All of your
1: uh, shenanigans to drop some pounds. To make you feel put together works because we'll try. I mean, honestly, I mean, I obviously I think you're beautiful, but I know oh, nice. I know the the struggle. It's real. I mean, I, it, it doesn't is. matter. You can always right. There's you can always lose more weight as far as anyone's concerned. Not you personally, but everybody. Everybody thinks that maybe there's a couple people in the world who think I'm perfect, but not me. I'm always struggling to keep it real, right?
0: Yeah, I and just, uh, yeah. you can always wear
1: black and yes. uh you can borrow my low oh, that's dress. the next
0: struggle is what am i gonna wear <sighs> well i mean you can i mean actually go shopping i have to get the kids in school first and then i'll address <laughs> yeah, that situation right.
1: i'm excited and uh if you need any opinions on what to wear obviously ask
0: yes i will show me well, I'm taking Victor with me, and mm. he's going to be in his full dress uh, what? army why uniform. Why are you doing that? You're making what you, so, you making him do that. Because it makes for a good talking piece. So, uh, I see. So you don't have to talk about anything else. <laughs> so, uh, you know, if people... Be a bunch of thank you for your service. <laughs> yeah. And so that way everyone's, you know, it, it's a deflection. <laughs>
1: Alright, well let's do our ugly and awkward moment of the week.
0: Do you have one? <laughs> I don't. Alright, so we're going retro Well, again? actually I do. Okay. So as you know because you're babysitting for us. I am. This Friday, uh, Victor and I are going to see Huey Lewis in the News. And we're very excited. Yes. I know. We're a hardcore no, band. Actually, no. You know what? Here's the deal.
1: He's very popular. And he's really, their band is great. I, I Daryl's brother loves Huey Lewis. And he wanted us to go to this show on oh, Friday. Oh, really? Yes. Now, me, I'm so noncommittal. I'm like, well, that sounds like an interesting event. You know, that sounds like something we could (laughs) potentially do. But I just was like, eh, whatever. You know, I mean, music, live music is fun, really, no matter what it is, for the most part. So Brad texted Daryl and said, (laughs) he goes, $100 for a bleacher seat? Huey Lewis is tripping. We're not going. (laughs) It's ridiculously expensive. (laughs) And I was like, oh, well, good, because I can't go anyway, because I'm watching the children. So, you know, it's okay. So I'm glad we didn't buy tickets, because that would have
0: sucked. Well, so we ended up, when we moved, somehow, and I don't know how, and I don't know, and this is just inevitable for Victor, Mm. but we lost the tickets, and so we searched high and low, high and low, high and low. We could not find the tickets. So I'm just like, well, what are we going to do? And we had actually hard tickets. We didn't have, like the printout tickets where you just like, you know, take your phone and have them scan your phone or something like that. Right. Right. I had the old fashioned tickets because I thought it would be fun. Lesson learned. Dummy me. <laughs> yeah. So I called uh Ticketmaster and mm. I'm just like, well, so here's the situation. What do I do? Right. They're just like, well, we can have them for you at will call. If you, you know, if you want to go get him there. Oh, that would be great. So, yeah. fortunately, we get to go get him at Will Call on Friday before the, the concert. But Well, that's good. Lame, Whew. ugly and awkward moment, but... Yeah,
1: but still, figures of all things. You know, you decide to do something
0: retro and uh, it bites you in the ass. But, you know, the thing is, is that... It's more of an ugly and awkward moment for Victor, and this is why, because (laughs) I can't tell you how many gifts I've purchased for him that have been lost or broken or Uh, stolen. How convenient. And it's just, it just goes to show that I'm just like, why is it every time I buy you something, you lose it? Or, you know, I'm just like, I don't even want to buy him a gift anymore. Don't get him the card. Be done with this. It. like the gift is I'm
1: here with you and I love you. Right. <laughs> my love you is your gift. Oh, by the way, I didn't tell you what I got for my anniversary. No. You I got get? a gift. I got jewelry. Oh, I you got. OK, so I absolutely love uh, J-Lo and Jessica Simpson. Both have the diamond hoops, the ghetto hoops. Yeah. And obviously J-Lo's specifically, you know, those are real. Diamond. I mean, you know, those are. earrings. I mean, they're amazing looking. And they're huge because I like the big hoops. And I wear big hoops pretty much every day. So in reality, no one can really afford those. And they're usually custom. So those don't actually exist in any kind of, even a high-end jewelry store. You can't buy those. But... He went to our favorite jewelry store and they have diamond hoops, but they don't look like that. They're, but they're hoops. And so he got those for me and they were not $10,000 diamond hoops, but they're diamond earrings essentially. Yeah. And uh, they're beautiful. I wore them all weekend. I'm wearing them right now actually. Cause they're just, I love them. I mean. I love the big hoop, but these are probably like medium hoops, yeah. but they're still, they're beautiful. And I'm, you can't go wrong with diamond earrings ever, no, ever, ever, ever. And you'll, I'll show them to you on Friday cause they're, they're so lovely. And it was such a sweet gift. I was like, I kept trying to interrogate. I'm like, uh, so is it the Valentino bag that I've been wanting for like two years? He's like, oh. <sighs> I'm not going to tell you. I'm like, well, just tell me if it is. And I won't pack an extra purse because then I'll just wear it. I'll use that all weekend. He's like, all right, fine. It's not the Valentino bag. I'm like, why isn't it the Valentino bag? Yeah, really? <laughs> like, you know I want that. And <laughs> he's like, no. And I'm like, all right, fine. And so, but the, but you can't go wrong with jewelry. So yeah, no, that's very, very I nice. can't wait to
0: see him. Yeah, you'll
1: like them. You'll like them. They're very, uh, they're they're not under, they're understated so that you can wear them whenever you want. And people won't go, why are you wearing diamond earrings to Target? You know, they're nice. They're really, yeah. really lovely. They're very, very sweet. Love classy. Them. They're classy. <laughs> yes, they're exactly They're not it. the, faint kind. They're yeah, like the real fake kind. Yeah, it ain't fake. Oh, God. My son is sending me a photo of his head. <sighs> he says he's going bald. Well. <laughs> I know it's possible. I get it.
0: Okay. Oh, well, son. his father. Yeah.
1: We'll, we'll figure something out. I can't have my son bald. Well, I mean, it is what it is, but maybe that's why he keeps his hair so
0: long. I don't know. Oh, he's pulling a... No, yeah. His dad is bald, so... But, I mean, <sighs> is it in the front or yeah, is it... Yeah, it is. It is.
1: It's thinning. It's thinning. But it could be, Uh, you know, he dyes his own hair. It could be nutrition. It could be... Who knows? It could be a lot of things. So, he's... He's making an appointment with his hairstylist and they will discuss it. There are methods now. I mean, men are so self-conscious about their dicks and their hair. I mean, there's all kinds of products now that work, right? Yeah, really.
0: That's true. So, I mean, there's, there's, I'm, and he's so young. I'm sure that something will work. Well, by the time you and Alan were dating, he was already thinning. Major thin, major thin. So, uh, yeah, (laughs) he's like,
1: I'm going bald. And I'm like, no you're not and then he showed me a picture of his head I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, okay I'm like, this could be many things let's not <laughs> overreact let's just not overreact and i'm sure his little <laughs> mug is just like oh. Oh, my God. He's so unhappy. He's got that little little face he makes when he's miserable. Yes. Like, all right, let's
0: just calm down. For heaven's sakes. Is he at work? Yes. He's at work.
1: So, you know, he's sitting. It looks like he's in a bathroom.
0: Of course he is. He's like, look at this. Just take. Just look at it. It's ruining his day.
1: Poor thing. Oh, I feel bad. I don't think he's balding balding, but it could be thinning i mean i don't know i don't want to say he's just he's in his early 20s for god's sake (sighs) i wonder if he's gray too i should ask him anyway maybe he's just got to stop trying to take things into his own hands and let a stylist handle his hair for a change for god's sake I'm sure there's options, right? There's got to be options for people who are balding. Well, what does he use to wash his hair? Bar soap? <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. But I don't think. Uh, I don't really think that it, that products have anything to do with losing hair. I mean, maybe, maybe stress can do it. Who knows? You know, he's a he's such a highly stressful, emotional person. You know, it's true. We'll maybe, see. maybe the hair is
0: just jumping ship. It's because, like I'm not here. You know, <laughs> Too stressful of an environment. It's like I don't want Pert any longer. <laughs> I'm on my way. God. Yeah,
1: I don't know. I'll, you know what? I'll, you know me. I'll research the shit out of it and say, okay, there's this product you can use. It will
0: work. Well, and... I think they sell the regrowth shampoo right at Target or something yeah. like that.
1: I don't know if that. I mean, does it work? I don't even know if that kind of stuff works for real or if it's just a, you know, a placebo to make you feel like it's working.
0: Well just message Neil and ask him. I am well say.
1: he's he's gonna go see he's gonna go see Greg, who's his stylist, and he will he will advise him accordingly. I was kind of hoping he'd have dad's hair, you know, or the Campos hair. You know, it might be thin, but it's full, you know, there's a lot of it, so Yeah. Hopefully. Oh, well here's my ugly and awkward moment, by the way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot. Okay, so obviously it was in Napa. Okay. Um now we now when I say that this resort is high end, it's I by the second day, I was irritated at turn down service. I had turned into a diva princess almost immediately because every possible whim that you have is taken care of before you can even say thank you. It's so fast. So, uh they do turn down turn down service at exactly 6:40 p.m. every single night. And what turn down service is, is they turn down, they take all the decorative pillows off they put the clicker and a box with chocolates on your pillow every night they empty your garbage I mean everything so Daryl and I are watching television because we had just gotten back for, or we were getting ready to go to dinner and uh suddenly I see a woman at the door with two bottles of water and everything like that I'm like oh my god turn down service really and I'm like I'm complaining about first class service now it was hilarious. Yeah, to me. really. I know, but that's not it. Um, but it was just a, it was it was funny how quickly we can we can accommodate you know high class service and then suddenly find it an irritant, which I thought was a funny thing about myself. So it's four thirty five a.m. We're sleeping, and I hear uh jiggling at the front door, and I woke up. I'm like, what the fuck is that? And he goes, I don't know. I go, did you hear it? And he said. Yeah, yes, I heard it. I'm like, well, go see what it is. He goes, well, so he goes out there, not goes out, but he looks through the blinds. He goes, well, there's nothing out there, but I do see like a brake light from like the security guard car that's right in the road. I'm like, well, what if there's been an incident? What if someone's trying to prowl around? I'm like, figure it out. So I make him get up, put on the spa robe and go out front. <laughs> and the security goes, Security guard standing goes, oh, sir, I'm so sorry. Did I wake you? And he's like, no, that's all right. Is everything OK? He goes, yeah, everything's fine. He goes, OK. So the next morning we wake up and I said, I think that we should talk to the management about this situation. Why would a security guard be standing at our door at 5 in the morning jiggling our door? I am outraged. Okay. For God's sakes. Hey, it was scary. Okay. It was scary. So we're leaving to go to brunch, because it's Sunday morning now. We're leaving to go to brunch. We open the door and we walk out and I go, Oh God. And he goes, What? I go, he was delivering the paper. It's in a mailbox right next to the front door. That's it wasn't a security guard. It was the paper delivery guy. And I'm like, (laughs) we were 20 feet away from causing a scene. at the front desk to say what's the situation with the security why are they jiggling doors and it wasn't it was the mail this huge aluminum rustic mailbox that contains the paper and i said do you think there's any more paper in there like have they been doing this every day no it's a sunday accommodation they deliver you the full fat sunday san francisco chronicle Oh, my God. That's what we heard. That's what we heard. And I'm like, well, I'm really glad that I did not make you march over there <laughs> by 30 in the morning to, to demand what was going on in this place. Oh, my God. God. I was,
0: I'm like, that's what I get. Really? You're going to complain about, you know, a potential lock jiggle, <laughs> but the frogs are OK.
1: I know. i know i felt like a schmo i'm like oh my god i'm so glad that i I
0: saw that because we would have looked like fools even worse than i felt then and they probably would have yelled at the security guard and been like were you jiggling the lock (laughs) he would be like i don't even know what you're talking about sage one said that you jiggled their door at 5
1: a.m he's like i wasn't even near there i was at pomegranate i don't even know what to say you know God, we would have gotten someone in trouble. And then they would have been like, well, the customer's always right. They paid $1,500 a night to be here. Jeez. <laughs> it was just awful. I felt like an idiot. But on the side note, this, this resort that we stayed at, we got up and started wandering around the property just to see what it was all about. There's a lot of very wealthy people, and all the women wearing very, very white button up shirts, Ralph Lauren with their, you know, very fancy watches and walking around elegantly, you know, it was, and there was a lot of men in polos and very clearly upper echelon. Like, I don't even know how to explain it. Very elite behavior, no casual, like, Hey, how's it going? Kind of people. They were right. all very like, good morning, good evening. I mean, that that's the kind of clientele. And I said, we don't fit in here. Okay. I don't fit in here. I don't, For I am sure. not that upper crust apparently. And he said, Oh, he goes, you, you're good having money. He goes, but you're Annie from overboard. He goes, cause you're going to be in the kitchen having shots with the chef. You're not going to be in the, in the front lounge smoking being called diddums. It's like, <laughs> it's like you're good having money. You just don't want to play the game. I'm like yeah, that's exactly it. That's exactly it. That's who I am. I'm Annie from Overboard. I'm not Joanna Staten. Andrew. (laughs) Andrew. Yeah. I'm the one in the back with the more relaxed hairdo. And I'm like, yeah, that's right. You're you're absolutely correct. We made friends with all of our servers. Like one of our servers gave Daryl his business card. He's like, hey, I pour at this winery. Come see me. I mean, he and they asked if we were locals like, do you guys live here? And it was super great. But so all the all the wait staff loved us but the wow. the other the other people that were there were just looking down on us always judging and I'm like I can't do the real housewives of New York or I would never be a good real housewife like ever ever it would be awful.
0: <laughs> like I don't even want to know you people. I've You're seen terrible. The Real Housewives—they don't look anything like those people sitting there. Well, that's true, those, but these girls are
1: a mess. They are kind of hot messes, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, they're really—and they do
0: not know how to hold their liquor. That's for sure. I'm—I'm I'm just saying, <laughs> the Real Housewives. Uh, I don't think they could hold it there either. Yeah, they'd be—they'd probably be a hot mess there, and I would be made to look normal. But anyway,
1: it was fun. And, uh, you know, over all in all, we had an amazing time. But like I said, you know, when you put yourself in a bubble, nothing really matters. So it was great, super fun. And uh, luckily, I did not get anyone fired, which good. Was, almost, almost happened. Good, so good. thank Lord. Well, at least did you get the newspaper? Yes. Good. Yes, we did. And I even told Daryl that I'm like, I'm like, oh, Paula would love this. She'd just be sitting outside in this little bench reading this paper for four hours. I would. I'm all, God, I'm
0: like, all the
1: ads? Yeah. All (laughs) kinds of fun stuff. That'd be amazing. So anyway, that and I made Daryl go out in a robe.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you definitely win, obviously. I know.
1: I know. Okay. But I think that's it. I don't think I have anything else to share with you.
0: No, I think that's it as well. So yeah. uh, thank you, everybody, for joining us this week. Thank you for uh, your downloads and your purchases on yeah. our uh, various uh, Amazon and Avon websites. We always we always appreciate the patronage. Yes, and, it's been a great um, week look forward to us next Sunday because I think we should be back uh, as usual for episode 223 yes other than that have a fabulous week and we'll talk to you later bye, bye. that's a wrap